Mic check, mic check, mic check. Welcome to Club Shutter episode 100 and 245. Damn, listen, I will say it every time. That's a lot of episodes. So that's great. I started a little late uh, because I just came out of the restaurant. We had a business dinner and uh, yeah. I mean, the conversation was great. Uh, so we having some projects and we're debating how to do it. And uh, it actually gave me some very interesting ideas about um, things that I want to talk about tonight. But um, yeah, this show is Club Shada. Hello, I'm Monsieur de Shada. And uh, I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody had a great, 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 great uh beginning of the week uh mine started very well my daughter had her first day at swimming uh today it went super fine so i'm very happy i really wanted her to start learning to swim uh early she's already five so i would have actually wanted her to start two years ago but it's never too late so uh she actually last year she was doing a classical dance and uh this year um we decided to go from classical dance to something that is uh in my opinion very useful right now so there you go um she's swimming now and uh maybe i will put her in classical dance as well uh but she i really wanted to see how she would like it and she loves it so that's beautiful. This show is brought to you by Shadowware, the gods of good fortune. It's 1 a.m. Uh, right now in Lisbon, Portugal. Everybody, give me uh, the time and the flag of where you're watching from and what time it is for you. Um, and uh, I want to uh, say hi to all the new subscribers uh, that uh, have been subscribing to this channel. Uh, people have been, yeah, people have been, people have been coming, you know, don't forget to leave your likes. I see you there watching, not saying nothing. Give me, give me some likes. Um, Michael, Chris, Virginie, Charlene. Oh, lots of French people. Interesting. Sarah, Binti, uh, Bouillet, Jericho etc etc welcome to this new house i want to acknowledge the stream royalty for the month of uh october who's none other than robert ford jr with a super chat of 200 dollars. thank you again he was 200 dollars to celebrate 200 uh what was it 200 000 subscribers on the channel so yeah which is which is beautiful uh, of course, all the sponsors, don't forget that uh, you, want, you want to support the show. You can buy a t-shirt on Shadowware. You can uh, listen to some music or you can also uh, do a super chat from one dollar up to however, however you want. It's all good out here. Uh, I almost didn't do this show tonight. I was like, ah, oh, it's late. And then I was like, you know what? Let's push the content. Uh, actually, I'm late on cutting the content from the other two episodes. I have to. I'm probably gonna do that. So I'm probably gonna do a small show tonight if I don't 
and then so i can focus on editing uh the last three shows and you know turning them into small videos that i can uh, repurpose on the socials so let's see who is here first of all hi to all the haters those who watch without never saying nothing in the chat i hope you're doing great at least haters leave a like you see, nobody will know it's you but just leave a like you know how we do sabrina j'espère que ça va i hope you're doing good ellis boys what up sister how's everything doing out there uh tana what up my boy what's good since last time we talked the song i did for nia k trust me got up to number six on the itunes pop shop Woo! that's what i'm talking about let's go nice congratulations 7 p.m in chicago 7 p.m in louisiana 6 p.m in texas what up theodore thanks a lot brother thanks a lot was good fake free how you doing hey marie what up thank you again for uh, ordering one um one t-shirt uh on shadowware actually after you there's been a bunch of people ordering like so you started a trend uh, actually two people bought the um, you took the africa future culture but there's two people who bought the um, which one was it the central african republic flag on t-shirt that's cool was good was good was good was good fake free listen so today I'm testing some Japanese, some strange Japanese drink. So apparently, I don't know what's the reason, right? But apparently, okay, first of all, I have to understand how you open this. Take this here. And uh, apparently there's a bubble. What? Apparently there's a, there's a, like a, a, a bubble that you have to push. I have no idea what is the reason. I don't know if this has to do with the the gas or I have no clue. Listen, don't ask me. I don't even know how to open it. So, oops. All right. So uh, you cannot see, but there's like a a bubble there. You see, there's a bubble here. And apparently I have to push it down there to create some kind of reaction. So, so yeah. And I have to push it with this. I do this, right? And then I have to push here. I have to push this so that the, the, that thing, the glass, the glass sphere, goes down inside of the liquid and i don't know i don't know what it activates all right there you go so now you see 
that it's in there. And now I can surf. I don't know what it tastes. That's interesting. What is the bubble for? I mean, the, the glass thing. Only them know. Lychee. Cool. I forgot to bring some water. Anyway, don't mind me. Why is my autofocus not following me tonight? I'm doing too much, I guess. MJ, what up, brother? How is it going for you? Uh, so, where do I start? <laughs> mm. remember this is how trying to drink like a not like a savage that's how i spill all the all the water on my computer so i'm scared now yeah this is how we do bro it's very it's very good Very cool. Kelly loves Ramon or something like that. If you want to sponsor me, you want to sponsor this show, uh, Kelly Love Ramon, easy. You put your logo here. It's not, it's, listen, 500 for two episodes. It's nothing. Telling you. So you know what I was doing uh, before starting the show? Listen, before starting the show, I was actually looking at Kanye West's Instagram. Um, so this is Kanye West's Instagram. Who's that? That's him? Oh, no, that's her mom. That's his mom. All right, we could go. For the first time in 45 years, I made my super educated former Black Panther father proud. By the way, Dad, there's an NPC trying to pick on me. What should I do? <sighs> he knows how to play with all the sensitive people out there in the US. Because me, when he says that, I don't, I don't care. Uh, that was so funny. What did you like about it? That a black man was declaring. Right. I appreciate you so much. Oh, good bro. I'm out of shirt and give a meaningful way to our people. Unlike the black I might have did. Okay. Who's Tremaine? I don't know who's Tremaine. You still and tell people why you weren't very, 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 why you wrote him when you, when you were sick. 
That's the ether. Da, 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 da. Good to hear from you, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I hated Virgil's design, and you, and you did too. If you love his design so much, why did you only know, not wearing head to toe? Chrissy told me he didn't have. Oh my god. <sighs> You're so full of shit. Send me a thing. I spend most of my time of my life with my mom. Second most time with Kim. Third most with Virgil. Only hired you because of LVMH took Virgil. And I love the way you dress and I miss you. Oh dear, I see you flying everywhere. Oh, she can't go to check. No, you fired version. Oh my god. You know. I was jealous of Virgil. I fed you trade. I felt he gave Drake the green diamond watch just to fuck with me. But I love him too and I miss him. I guess this is your long winded answer to why you didn't get invited to your brother's funeral. So he's my brother then. Oh my word. You know, I'm going to tell you my problem here. And I guess on his Twitter, it's the same thing, right? Because so it's so interesting how they're going to deplatform completely Andrew Tate and people like that. Uh, for whatever they believe that he can't say uh, and I'm not saying I agree or don't agree with, with him at all but then Kanye is going to have his Twitter removed for a day and then he's coming back but then Trump account is forever and in my opinion, if you want to have rules, either you do them completely or you don't do them. You cannot pick and choose if somebody says something, but is 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 Kanye famous, then you say he said something horrible and he violated the rules and then he only lasts 24 hours. See what I mean? Uh, and then Trump also says something and but because you don't agree with his thing, his stance, his political uh, views, you you cancel him forever on the platform. Because to me it means that um, or at or Silicon Valley just have to say, okay, we are on the left. We're on the left and we only want people from the left here and people who agree with our agenda, people who uh, want to use pronouns, people who are pro uh, all the things we want to push and everybody else get the fuck out of here. Say that so that it's clear and at least people know where they are getting into. If not, it seems unfair because if I said what 
Kanye said yesterday, uh, I'm going DEFCON on, on the Jews. That's what he said. If I said that on my Twitter, my Twitter disappeared forever. And probably my YouTube too, even if I said nothing on YouTube, it would go as well. And uh, I guess my Instagram would go as well because they all talk to each other and say, yeah, yeah, let's remove this guy. We don't like, we don't like what he said. But Ye can go crazy and because it's Ye, yeah, then he's gonna post a photo with him and Mark Zuckerberg doing I don't know what and say, look at this Mark, how you gonna kick me off Instagram? You used to be my nigga. Man wants to be president again. Oh, that's old. Oh, that's old. Oh, I remove all these tweets from, oh my God, this guy. <laughs> uh, listen, who do you think created cancel culture? I'm gonna tell you what what is the 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 disease of I'm gonna tell you what is the disease of the century or at least these yeah this century the disease of the century is the The, the feeling for attention. People want attention so much from strangers that they are willing to say anything, go everywhere, not even try to think about what they say and the implications as long as it creates something. And the problem is that the people who comment on stuff themselves are looking for the attention of the person who said something egregious but also all the other people who are here looking at their comments so Kanye is going to say something everybody's going to be like oh! and everybody's going to go on Twitter or on Instagram or in the comments and they're going to be like stop don't do that you are you are a voice ah! and then they're going to see that some people going to like what they commented and everybody is feeling for the attention and everybody is obsessed with the idea that their voice their comment matters and it doesn't but listen i get a lot of comments on my youtube channel on my instagram and a lot of dms and i try to read everything because i'm still at a level where you know i don't have tens of millions of followers, only 200,000. And it's, it's still manageable to every every Sunday, sit down and read all your, your DMs, all your comments. Uh, it's possible. And, uh, but, but even then, when I don't want to know, I don't want to know and before posting stuff, I think a little bit about the implication, what is gonna what is gonna do to people, is it gonna hurt people, is he is it really funny or or am I just doing this to sell something? 
But all these celebrities in the US, all attention is the currency. As long as people are talking about me, I know I'm gonna sell something. So people can talk about me because I I walk around naked somewhere or I, I, I say something crazy or, or I just say what I feel, uh, knowing that everybody's gonna go crazy about it or I just say what I learned uh, from a conversation that I just had an hour ago with somebody and I just spit whatever they say without thinking, without because I'm a free thinker and like, but all of them, when you see all these celebrities in the US, like how, listen, when I wanna, when I'm, when I'm sad, when I'm sad uh, and somebody passes away that I love, I don't come here. I don't, I don't do a show. I said, I'm sorry, I can't, can't do a show, I can't. Because I don't want to cry in front of people. I'm going to recompose myself. I'm going to come and I'm going to honor the person when I feel that I can do it. If I can't do it, I'm not going to take my camera and cry in front of people. Now you have all these people, especially in America. Like they feel the tears are coming, but they still have the time to take their phone up, swipe up, find Instagram, go on Instagram click on plus, click on uh, go live. How you go live? No, it's not here. How you go live now? You click plus now, new post, no. Damn, oh, you click plus here, then they have to click go live, and then they go live, and then they start crying in front of people. It's like, what is wrong with this generation of people who believe that everything they do, everything they think has to go without thought, without a little bit of letting it go inside your brain and do 2000 runs inside of your brain before you articulate something, an opinion about something. No, they just want to go on Instagram and send it to the world because People don't believe anymore in their own work. People don't believe anymore that their work can talk for them, their art can talk for them, that they're like the person who create, created the remote control, created something that everybody has been using for a hundred years, right? If that person was, uh, I don't know if that person is still alive, but it's, if that person was a person of this generation, he wouldn't care that he's he created something that is going to be remembered for and used for a, a century. He would care about oh, my girlfriend dumped me, so I need to go on Instagram and talk about her, and just go and 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 only care about oh listen, I was at the fashion week and everybody talked about my T-shirt. I was it was me 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 about me. I'm rich. I'm the best. I'm I'm culture. I'm the, And look at who those people are walking with. They're walking with a bunch of people who are trying to just suck from them. They're looking, walking with a bunch of vultures who are not able to tell that person because they know the person is uncontrollable. Chill. Don't do this. No, they're laughing. They're happy. 
Yeah, show them how we don't care. And and on the other side, you have a bunch of people who are exactly the same. You have a bunch of followers, fans who are just captivated and just hypnotized and they want to believe that the words of celebrities matter so much that they can kill don't say this don't say that white life matters it can kill people oh you're a nazi you this you that and, and me i'm like why do you care so much <laughs> like why do you care so much listen social media people celebrities people that i don't know listen i love alicia keys i love swiss beats i love the work that diddy did i love i love mary j blige i love um anita baker i love uh pete rock and seal smooth naughty by nature uh jay-z uh I love the work of Fali Pupa. I love the work of Celia Cruz. I love the work of Flavio Venturini. I love the work of people from Hello, AA, Def Leppard, Van Halen, Jean-Michel Jarre, Kraftwerk, Pet Shop Boys. Do you want I love the work of so many people. But what they say on social media, I don't give a damn. Like I care about if I receive a message now from my mom telling me, hey, uh, stop wearing this jacket. It's, it looks old or whatever. It's going to matter. My wife telling me something is going to matter. My kid telling me something is going to matter. My friends, the people who have my number telling me something is going to matter. Why would I care about somebody why would I worship a celebrity? Listen, when when I have fans that worship me, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, you like the music. No, I love you. No, you love the music. But we are arriving in a point where pop culture is making people embrace everything that comes out the mouth of idiots just because they are talented doesn't mean that they are leaders doesn't mean that they are intelligent doesn't mean that it, they are just talented yeah they can great they can create some shoes that look great if you like them it's taste they can create amazing music that will look great and change culture if you like it and they push culture. We push culture. We we create culture because some of our songs become iconic and they change the sound of the kids who are listening to it and will create music based on the music that we did. So yeah, we push culture. Does it mean that if we talk about conflicts, economics, uh, philosophy, 
poetry, mathematics, does it mean that we are at a level of excellence as well? No. We have to prove that we are as well. I talk about a lot of subjects here because, I mean, I know exactly that I don't know everything about everything, uh, but I know that I'm way more than music because I've always been way more than music. So yeah, I can talk about some, some subjects and people will be like, hmm, I love your take. That was intelligence. That was, but it's because I was that before music. Music is just something I do too. But I also, yeah, I also try to learn about politics. And when I talk about something to you guys, if I have a subject, a specific subject, sometimes I'm going to read for two hours before coming here so I can try to understand like, what are we talking about and then form my thought as we are talking and I'm not scared to be wrong. But if there's something that my parents taught me is humility. Humility is the ability to understand that whatever you have, you are not better than some specific rules that we have in Africa. You can be a billionaire. Listen, I grew up with millionaire parents in millionaire mansions. But trust me, when the maid beat me up, I could go cry to my parents. They would tell, they would ask me, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Get, get the fuck out of here. The driver that we have, I told you before, when I was seven years old, he was already my driver. He was already the driver of one of the drivers of the family. And then he was a driver for my little sister, then for my son. And today he's in his 70s, I guess, 60s. 60s I think, it, yeah, probably in, in his 60s. He's been working with my parents for more than 45 years. This is why my mom offered here. When my mom bought all these new plot of land, he offered him, she offered him some land as well. But trust me, even if he calls me boss today, when he sees me and he's like, he, you know, him and, and the security of the person of my parents, it went up here today. I continue to see them as I was seeing them as when I was a kid. They are my elder. I cannot speak to them like I see some other people talking to their employees. I continue to speak to them with the most respect because they are just older than me. And I can't believe that we have all these American celebrities who speak the way they want to people just because they say, oh, I'm culture. I'm richer than you. I'm a billionaire. I'm the next Walt Disney. I'm this, I'm that. Sometimes, yeah, I'm white. Sometimes I'm black. Sometimes, whatever. All of them. It's not just about Kanye. 
And me, I'm like, my, my system, I cannot be like this. Listen, I have no idea how much money everybody's making here. Maybe some of you are making 10 times the money I make. Or maybe I'm making 10 times the money that you make. I'm still going to respect everybody here just because that's how I was raised. And I'm not going to come here and say stuff to the detriment of other people just because I disagree with them. And there's something really rotten in the American culture and the social media that is American as well, that is being spread all around the world. And they and they don't understand and they make you believe that it's it's horrible, it's a bad thing that oh, we cannot spread our our culture and our democracy everywhere. No, there's a lot of things that you want to spread that should stay in there. And listen, I'm not going to come again on the Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter thing. Last episode, we talked about it. It's just that, why do you care so much? <laughs> why do you care so much about what Kanye says? Oh, he has a huge platform. He, uh, he's our voice. No, <laughs> he's not. It's not my voice. He's his own voice. He don't care about you guys. He cares only about himself. And he said it. He cares about the money he's going to make. That's it. That's all he cares about. He's going to start caring about you when he needs you to pretend to you that his kids have been kidnapped by some, some white women or whatever. And then when he doesn't need you anymore, he's going to come and piss you off. And I don't know why you keep following this. You make me feel like... Uh, like one of those girls who get cheated on and then she gives a second chance for the 90th time. And you look at, at her like, yeah. All right. Listen, I know this couple, they keep separating. It's been 13 years that they separate every year for one month and then they come back together. I used to console both of them and now I don't care anymore. Oh, I'm not with her anymore. Yeah, whatever. Please. Let's talk about something else. I'm not interested. No, but you have to understand what. No, I don't. Listen, you guys are going to get back together. No, this time is the last time. Oh, yeah. And then two months later, they send you a picture in some country being in love. <laughs> so, listen, as long as you continue to fall for the tricks and you continue to believe that all these people matter to your day to your daily lives do you really think that kanye's t-shirt is going to impact your life it's not going to impact mine so why should i care yeah but what about it's not going to impact nobody in reality it impacts only if you guys decide that it has an impact if it did something and all you guys didn't care, didn't tweet, all the media didn't talk about it, there you go. 
but everybody wants to make some views everybody want to talk about it everybody wants to have some clicks everybody want to say ah oh, and in all language everybody's talking about his crazy weekend yeah so it means that every time yeah he, he gets what he wanted and me i look i look at everybody i'm like look at all these crazy motherfuckers obsessed by one guy when you know he has mental issues it's documented and he goes in manic episodes every time the stress of having something to promote and it's a mix of both and he plays a little bit with it and he plays the victim and he as long as he's the center of attention and he's the same with all of them all of them all of them all your celebrities like they they have this attention obsession maybe because i'm a celebrity i'm a celebrity from the early 2000s and the end of the 90s where our celebrity came from our work came from our albums when you had a great album celebrity was a byproduct it was not the center of everything in a world where the only way to sell something to have views to have clicks where everybody's fighting for attention your brand has to be at the center of everything and because of that everybody is fighting to be the center of everything so any publicity is good publicity what am i gonna do nothing malcolm beast what up how you doing uh-oh uh-oh yeah i mean isn't it ex exactly the same thing when he has something to sell these these u.s media platform all have their own ideological leanings and govern their policy regarding acceptable speech very 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 true black free thinker what do you think of the people saying that the jeffrey Dahmer document should be removed from netflix because it's triggering <sighs> they tell them to all shut the fuck up that's what i say It's a documentary. What do you want the documentary to do? Go find this guy. Go Google this guy. And you will see that the image will find out way worse than what is there. But it's just... Listen. Once you let everybody believe that all their little complaint, their complaints matter, then they start abusing. And now you have a bunch of people. They want to censor everything that they deem uh, that it offends them. Because I'm offended everybody else should be offended so these should be removed i'm gonna tell you one thing about that documentary it doesn't offend me you know why because i didn't see it because i was not interested my wife looked at it uh apparently she liked it she she was like wow that was crazy whatever whatever and then she was telling me that everybody on tiktok was going crazy for whatever reason and i was like i don't care listen i didn't know i didn't i never knew about that guy and this yeah okay so it was only killing i guess black gay people if 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 this is what i understood 
and this is triggering people. Why? It happened. So what is the problem? I don't care. Telling you, I'm telling you, Mountain of Inspiration, what up, my brother? How are you? Look at MJ, he's already like quoting me on Twitter. <laughs> ah. They can post the emotion until they're alive. Listen, bro, it makes no sense. It's like, oh, I'm gonna cry. Wait. <laughs> Listen, why you need to cry for strangers? Listen, if I want to cry, if I really feel sad for something, I cry in the lap of my wife. That's why I got married with her, so that I can give her some of my secrets. If it's not her, it's going to be one of my two best friends. Or I'm going to call Body Sadva. We're going to talk. Those are, those are your people to talk about those emotions. Not strangers. And you have to look at the comments of the people. Yes, don't worry. We are with you. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. I'm crying too. Why are you crying? You don't know that person. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Cab Verde. To Dret. What up, Gen C? Listen, you know, at a point, some people, of course, business will, business will change, uh, influence prices and stuff. But and when you talk to Kanye, Kanye is an amazing brand. Don't get me wrong. Because he's nuts, sometimes, as I said, and doesn't take the, I mean, he has his own way of processing things. I believe that he doesn't process them. He just goes like in those crazy rants and sometimes doesn't make sense, sometimes does. Um, he's still, when it comes to, he, he's still a creative genius. He's responsible for a lot of hits, a lot of creative advances in hip hop and R&B and pop music all around the world. This, nobody can take this from him. When it comes to the fashion world, he, he put himself there from when he was doing that Sway interview to today, he arrived to that point where he matters in the fashion world. He's one of the person who matter. His, his sneaker brand is amazing. He's a, his Yeezy brand is, is a, yeah, he's trying to get there, right? So on that, he has all my respect. And yeah, listen, any brand that works with him or doesn't work with him, yeah, he's gonna change their stock price for how long? Because this is the thing with stock. A lot of the things people don't understand is that 
the trade price of those company is reacting to the news is people who buy and sell dictated by the emotions emotions dictated by the news so if you have a news that says oh adidas send a message saying that hey listen listen we try to work with kanye like and listen we try to make it work for his way but you know what it's too much now we put everything on pause and yeah we might it might not be worth it because the things he said we, we cannot associate the, the guy is uncontrolled wait listen we can let you go we are a multi-billion brand you on your own can be a, a multi-billion brand go ahead do your thing but we might pass this can create a bunch of news that the people who buy and own stock uh you know one share two shares or more can go and sell their shares out of an emotional reaction and the price tanks the question you always have to ask yourself is how long does the price tank is it for one day a week and people yeah everybody's there oh the news <laughs> but if you come the next day maybe the price went up already or maybe next week that's how personally that's how i see stock i don't see what happened today or last hour i look at a six-month chart and when i buy something i buy it for the long term so of course yeah you're gonna have like somebody leaving a, a platform uh and the youtube price goes down so that person's gonna be there happy saying oh look look what i did but if in one week the price went where it was so the people who got scared sold and the people who who the smart the, the other people bought at the low price from those who got scared and then after a week those it went up lil mao thank you so much brother for 20 euros and that crazy that 20 euros now is is worth less in dollars that's crazy uh yeah so once one this I, I mean i learned economy uh, at, at the university so i see all these things like always like i look at the micro and then the macro economics uh i look at the short term and the long term always so I'm, I'm listen i don't get emotional with all these things i just look at it and i'm like ah, listen you know if you say something and you have all these news that make the price go down let's say let's say you bought something at 10 right and then it's been going up and up and up and up and let's say it's it's at 13 now and then there's these bad news and everybody all the media is talking about the bad news the bad news the bad news you get scared and uh the price goes down and it goes to eight because some people sold you kept it you were like now nah, it's gonna go back up but then it's it's at eight so now you're losing money because you bought at 10. it's at eight and you panic and you oh my god it's going down at seven you sell because you're like oh my god it's going to zero you sell at seven the person when you sell, somebody buys. So you sell at seven, somebody else's buy at seven. 
somebody who had some at 10 and he kept them he had 10 shares at 10 so that's 100 and then he sees that you sell your 10 shares at 7 so for 70 he buys another 10 shares and then you everything goes back up to 13 and then to 20 and now that person has 400 and yeah you sold you lost money that's how stock works that's how all these news are made like if you realize every time there's a new iphone uh there's a scandal there's a there's a gate something oh something oh fatal flow on the iphone something to make the price go down all these journalists talk about this all the journalists who talk negatively about the the, the apple shares most of the time when it goes down they buy the same people who are writing they buy the stock is at 100 they're gonna talk bad it's gonna go down at 70 they buy for 1000 then it goes back to 140 they sell for 2000 and they make money same thing with adidas kanye all these people same thing once you understand that you cannot see the yeah listen once you understand all these things it becomes hard to get emotional about anything uh with all these people Lil Mao, thank you so much for um thank you so much for uh the super chat this celebrity of today have potential obsession <laughs> Uh, are you keeping all these notes somewhere? Because we have to add them to our, uh, we have to add them to our, um, to the to the to the to the to the bots. I, I forgot. How, I even forgot how we add quotes. I forgot what what was the. I think it's. Uh, I'll find it. I'll find it. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, there's a lot of things that I'm not interested in. There's a lot of things that I'm scared about. For example, I don't like scary movies. All these, these type of movies, I don't like them. My wife loves them. My son loves them. So when they, when they, they start playing some series or some movie, uh, of that type, I'm out. I take my ass out of the living room if they're watching in the living room and I go to the bedroom. When I have the same exact huge TV, I have the same in the in, in both bedrooms. I have about the same huge TVs, about three of them. One for the living room, one for both bedrooms. So if they want to watch their strange stuff here, I'm out. I'm going there. Boom. I go to the bedroom and I watch my own stuff. I watch my YouTube. I watch my my crypto stuff, my NFT stuff, my my Star Wars stuff, my Marvel stuff, my my manga, my stuff. The stuff I'm interested in, music, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't want to watch stuff that's gonna trigger my imagination and stuff. So I don't watch. Simple as that. Now you have, a, and, and, and listen, the thing about the triggering, 
a lot of people that you see on social media, they don't watch the thing they complain about. They are just repeating what they heard from somebody or they watch two seconds of something or they just see the tweet of the tweet of somebody who said, hey, this guy said that ah, and they just follow. Because like, like I told you, everybody is also obsessed with this attention, the, the followers as well and uh, the fandoms as well. And I see people fighting, fighting about Rihanna or or Beyonce or whoever. And I'm like, those people don't even know you guys. Why you are insulting yourselves in the comment sections? Like, chill. It's just music. People, 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 people of the world. I started watching a movie everyone was raving about. After a few minutes, I knew I wasn't going to like it, so I turned off. Simple! 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 That's very true. That's very true, Black Freethinker. People are addicted to social media and the emotions associated with it, with how they interpreted what they see. Exactly. Interpretation. That's the worst part. And the more followers you have, the more people can start interpreting anything you say and take it out of context and blame you for whatever they felt. Like, listen, I can say, I love vanilla ice cream. And that's true. I love vanilla ice cream and I love banana ice cream. And some person can say that out there in California, vanilla ice cream is oh, something that is a, it's a neo-Nazi chain. Oh, oh my God, I'm hurt. You're killing people. And I'm be like, I what? Sorry? Ah, I, I love vanilla ice cream. Also is a phrase that has been privatized. I cannot use it anymore. Fuck you. I love vanilla ice cream. Because at a point, like, whatever happened in your corner between you two in whatever university of leftists should stay there. But now, the problem is those people, they work hard to make it become something because everybody's happy to see that, hey, look, with social media, I made my creation. Whatever anger I created, I made it worldwide. And isn't it crazy how all these people are trying to to push their culture to everybody else like br listen in congo there's a lot of things that yeah there's a lot of difference in cultures in the way we think in the way we 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 even the way we, we marry a way or the the way we see the position between a man and a woman etc 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 and all these people that are here, all the woke people, they could not live in Congo. If they want to come live in the world that they want everywhere, all this doesn't, it doesn't pass. Europe, the US, that's it. It's 20, 15% of the population that have a way of thinking that in other places, 
all this doesn't doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't work but then they they're like yeah yeah but yeah there's no democracy there now listen i'm talking about all these people who live free who have money whatever now listen they have a different way to see culture and to see the place of men and women than you guys but you want to force everybody else to think the way you think because you decided that you are the force of good and everybody else is evil what does it say about your respect of other people others people culture others people uh us et coutume the way everybody else move is different and you cannot come and say that your way is the way your way is the right one i mean you do what you want anyway i said i was not staying staying long let me move to the next subject listen hell no <laughs> when i watch them i don't care it's after <laughs> like two days after all of a sudden i start thinking too much <laughs> uh, oh my god it makes no sense to expect us all to have the same opinion this is what cancel culture is trying to push a passively agreed agreeable society that okay is everything considered consensus and the problem is that the people who want to push these agendas have invaded um they invaded the they invaded the silicon valley so all the social media is infected with all these people who love to censor people love to pretend and to have lame excuses like oh you know uh, it's hurting the kids whatever that listen the good thing is the people who fund those people people like me i mean i'm me i'm the small guy but listen two thousand euros invested in facebook two thousand in google some in apple like we are the people who vote we are the people who own shares and then you have the people who have millions the people who have even more when all this stupidity is going to stop making us lose our money us the investors we're going to start being pissed that's when some people are going to start getting fired so listen let the money do its job anyway listen that was i'll talk about something that i really thought i mean i want to i want to know what you think so There's a YouTube channel that you should follow. It's, it's, it's super interesting. Different take on, 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 on black culture called uh, Chuck, no, Chuck No Joke. And uh, he, I think he, he was having an interaction live with um, 50 Cent's uh, son, Marquis. And uh, so I think he had... I don't know if 
I don't know how long 50 was with his his mother, but um, from what we can tell is that the mom turned the boy against his father. It really feels. But anyway, so the, 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 the kid is 25 now. So he's a man now, right? He's a man now, and listen, I'm a... I, I had a, I had a kid, uh, and uh, it was over with his mom when she was, when he was two. Wait, he was born in two thousand and three. I think we separated. In, he was two years old, something like that. Two or three, I don't remember. Long time. Anyway. Soon as, as soon as I separated from the the my ex, the mother of my son, the most important part for me was first of all making sure that he never he had food on his plate and clothes to wear. And the second thing was that I really made sure. And this is something, it, it's two people, it's not just you. But because of the way I was raised and the values I have, the values of family, I understood, to me, it's, it's already, uh, it's already, um, it's already a, a failure to not stay with the mother of your child because of tradition. I grew up in France, starting at the age of seven, so we can say a mixed culture. So yeah, separated, etc., etc. I still had to go through the wrath of the parents, explain to the parents, and convince the parents of her parents and mine that it was better to not be together and and to to co-parent peacefully and. Ever since I've been separated with the mother of my son, so it's been, he's 19 now, we have been separated for probably 17 years, 17 years, something like that. We never had a fight. We never had a fight. When she comes to Portugal, she comes home, she comes here, she comes have a drink with us, she comes sit with my wife and they they talk, they're friends. They, you see what I mean? We, because to me, family is more important than ego. And I know that it takes two people. Some people, you're going to try to do that, but the person is going to try to use the kid as a weapon against you. They're going to, all that stuff. I understand. And listen, I consider myself blessed because I guess, uh, yeah, I had, kids with the right people in in this in the sense that they have the same vision mentality of me that african mentality of uh of how the port the, the parents are important for the kid even if you are separated we still did a lot of things together uh for him i still and and she, she lived in belgium at that time i live here i live in uh, france but I would take the train all the time, especially for big, big occasion. I was here for Christmas. I was here for birthdays, all that stuff. 
and he would go back and forth between me and him. I would go get her, get him, get him in Paris, then etc. Listen, but one thing I made sure was that my relationship with his mom went from being a couple to becoming like brothers and sisters. And this is a, like when we talked on the phone, we talked for two, three hours. We talk about everything. We talk about the kids. We talk about uh, family. We talk about uh, our parents. We talk about uh, business. We, she's now uh, an accomplished businesswoman. Uh, we talk about business. We, we see if we can do synergies. There's something that she needs some contact sometimes. I, I do it like because we are family. And I would never use my son against her and she would never use him against me. And that's how it should be. Now, in the US, I mean, in, in Europe as well, laws, it seems, but in the US really, it seems like the laws are against, against, against men a little bit for, on that front. But anyway, 50 Cent, was ordered to pay uh, 6700 every month of child support for his son for 13 years, I think. So let me do a calculation. Those of you who make 1005 a month, imagine that this guy his mom received for him, not for her, for him, six, 6,700 multiplied by 12. So that's 80,000 a year for 12, I think 12 years or 14 years. Let's say 12 years. So by 12. So that's 900 and something. But he said that he paid 1 million and 300. That's what he said. So one one million four hundred divided by uh, I don't know how long. Let's say divided by twelve, and then divided by uh, that's a hundred and and three a year. So it's probably let me see. He probably paid for for fourteen years. Let me see by fourteen by 12 yeah i think he paid for 14 years and he said that he paid everything at once so he paid the the the, the, the state one million and four and the one million and four he the one million and four was automatically sending six thousand six thousand and seven hundred uh every month and this this kid goes on Instagram and pretends that's not enough for the type of life that he was supposed to live because he was a son of 50. Look at the entitlement. And listen, the whole Instagram went against the boy. I mean, that man is a man now. The whole Instagram, but because listen, he's acting like a kid uh, that has been fed bullshit by his mom. But listen, I don't know their story, and I understand they have a rocky relationship with his father. But 
how entitled can you be to believe in a world where most people are struggling to get a thousand a month people have to do like two or three jobs to to make ends meet to be able to pay for the cool the school of their kids and some ugly school uh and 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 and, and get a place where they can live and sometimes with no decency and you since you were born your mother was receiving i mean not since you were born but since this thing has been declared your mother was receiving 6700 and you hear saying it's not enough like how Yeah, what you think in the chat? Cuz Let me look at you. Let me look at your comments. Hey. <laughs> it's not a failure you can say when it doesn't work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have to call her. This one, listen, let me, since the last time I saw her in Belgium, she never called me any, anymore. Let me call her. Let me send her a message. Vraiment, vous avez oublié les gens, vous. Bisous. Her husband was going to ask, why is your ex sending you a message at 2 a.m.? <laughs> It's me, he knows. I live at night. 50 son is no longer a kid he's a grown man at 25 he should be focusing on his own brand and building his own brand he's been so weaponized that he can see that his mother is using him mountain of inspiration is the mountain of reason i fully agree I listen. So now he came on Instagram and he's saying, Oh, I would trade six six hundred and I would tell somebody tell my dad I would pay six thousand and seven hundred to see him even one hour. Or for him to come to all my my games and listen, I understand you hurt, but you've been used and you've been you done so much stuff that at a point your father can say i'm done and listen it's cory holland who said something it was hilarious but it was very true sometimes when people have kids with women that they don't like they don't really like the kid it's just society that is forcing them i was like oh, oh my god this is horrible but You know, listen, at a point, uh, you're a grown man. Stop talking about this. And when, like, 
you you have to understand as well that the reason people are talking to you is that because you're the son of somebody you didn't do nothing for people to come and talk to you about uh, about yourself people are just coming to you because you are 50's son and listen as a son of somebody who was super famous in my country trust me the last thing i wanted to do was politics because i knew that just like my sister or just like my my my, my brother or my brother-in-law and all the kids of politicians that i know people will treat you and people will people will act as if you are where you are because of your name not because of your 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 merit when i went through music people continued to say yeah yeah but it's because you're the son of whatever but it was because they i was making hits and nobody could say nothing so they were trying to find excuses but trust me what i built i built on my own i cannot say i did it myself because first of all nobody builds themselves by themselves you always have people teams the fans etc and the, the education that your parents gave you the places where they put you where you learn all the languages you speak the the, the places where you learn economics all these things that you use it the using today is your parents that took the decision to invest the 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 new the new uh the the, the fortune that they they found themselves in invest to put you in the greatest the great schools so this is what makes you successful so you cannot come and say oh i made myself by myself unless you were a complete orphan you didn't make yourself by yourself but still my music career it was me meaning that no i was not in hotels uh making it happen i was sleeping on the floor uh trying to make it happen in south america made all these moves the musical moves by myself and because i was i was proud to do that so i made my name i'm not this I'm, I'm the son of my dad and everybody know me as the son of my dad but most people in my country know me as me keisha and it's very hard it's very hard for a lot of kids that are sons of celebrities sons of uh big big magnets of business oligarchs uh whatever you name it people who came from nothing but made fortune a lot of time their kids are not ready because yeah listen ambition a lot of times ambition comes from hunger and if you're not hungry you might not have the ambition and you might listen if you never suffered you never knew hunger yeah maybe you just chill and yeah you know you're gonna be given this given that so yeah you don't have this drive to do something because you know like yeah my dad's gonna buy me a house or my dad's gonna do this my god etc etc listen when i was 12 we were in paris my parents were going to congo uh, and I think they were going for, to Congo for six months, uh, politics. 
So they were going and my sisters, uh, they were, I think they were, they were putting my sisters in school out there. So they decided that they were going back to live there and they were going back and forth between Congo and France, but they were now based in Congo. And us, because we were in the middle of our studies, we stayed in France. So we were all, all of us alone in the, in the, in this huge apartment with just, uh, the, the domestics, the, the, the free people that work for my, for my parents. Uh, we had a driver, we had a, a person that takes care of the house and a, and a governance. And it was me, my, me, my brother and my sister in a huge apartment. And I remember the day my parent, my mom goes, I think I'm 14. And she tells me, Hey, with the girls condoms. And I'm like, oh. And then she tells me, oh, by the way, we are not, we are not going to be here forever in this earth. So think about what you're going to do in the future. And listen, that was so violent to me when my mother told me that. And listen, thank God I, I still have them. But at 14, it traumatized me when she said that because, yeah, she was just like, on sera pas là pour toujours. We, we're not going to be there forever. And I was like, why is she telling me this now? Yeah, listen. Political unrest, a country that was in war at that time, etc., etc. She was just telling me, yeah, listen. Find out what you're going to do in life because we're not going to be here to, forever. At, at a point, it's gonna be, you're going to be on your own. And it kind of shocked me, but it never left me, that phrase. And I think for a long, long time, I was always scared when the, the phone was ringing to heard that something happened. Uh, but as I got, I mean, you know, they're still here for long. Hopefully, by the grace of God. But when it, I think it it triggered something in me in terms of my ambition. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be the son of somebody. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do something significant. My name is going to be my name. I'm going to be Keisha. I'm going to be known for my art. And not because I'm the son of somebody who's known already. And yeah, look at today. Sometimes my dad tells me, yeah, sometimes you feel like I'm just your dad. I'm Keisha's dad. When, yo, we run fucking countries. <laughs> We've been with the Fidel Castro, the, the Nixons, the Obamas, the Sarkozy, the Chirac, the Mitterrand, the, the, the Selassie. Like, my dad met all the, the world leaders. It was, it was at the UN again, like two weeks ago. Like, he's larger than life. People who run countries. And still, when people see him, they're not like, oh my God, are you really? They're like, no, they're like, oh, you Keisha's dad? Nah, I can't believe you. And he has to call me in video to prove that he's my dad. That's hilarious. Uh, 
all these to say, brother Marquise, young men, it's time to stop being your dad's son and do something for yourself and stop whining like a little bitch. Listen, you do what you want to do. Saw that already. Your body of work sounds like you learned your craft. That's why your stuff not only holds up today, but you stay relevant even today. Thank you so much. And that's true. I proved to the world that I'm not just the son of somebody. And you know, my mother one day told me that um, because my son. Uh, grew up in the near the river, barefoot, poor. When he made it and he became rich, his obsession was that his children never lived those experiences. And yeah, we had we grew up in the best circumstances. We grew up in a huge house in Africa, plus a huge house in France plus a huge house in Belgium. We went to Disney World every year, first class, etc., etc. We lived well, like this, listen. And, uh, but as I saw from every uh, kid from the, that era that were born from, born in the right side of Africa, a lot of them, it's, it kind of killed their ambitions. A lot of them today uh, are either poor or still living at the legs of their parents because they didn't have the drive to become themselves because everything was given to them. And maybe the fact that I fell in love with hip hop early and Early when I was 14, 15, people start telling me all the time, yeah, but you uh, you live there, you you don't deserve to be with us. I really wanted to prove those guys that I, I deserve to be with them. And I worked triple on my craft to prove that even if I was not struggling like them and I didn't live in the in the in the in the suburbs of France, in the ghetto. I was still worthy of going to the ghetto and perform. And even if there was a lot of jealousy, a lot of hate, I was still proving that the success was here. And once I, re once, once I released my first album, I start converting more and more people. Second album, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth Bento Royalty. In 10 albums, to the, in the span of 24 years, I proved everybody who I am and what I did. A lot of these parents who make money or that are first generation rich, they don't understand how generational wealth works. 
generational wealth works if once you make it you make sure that whatever you make once you out of the game your kids make it bigger for this you have to prepare them for that a lot of these people today and it's the same for our parents out there in africa they became rich and it was the first time they had so much money coming from being poor so they were not ready on my side the good thing is my mom already came from a, a, a bourgeois family so once she got with my dad she started handling the money and telling hey i want my kids here i want them in that school i want them there i want them to learn those languages etc etc so she pushed her push us to to the excellence from the get-go so me at 17 i was done with uh, uh secondary school uh, uh had my baccalaureate in france and then i was already at la sorbonne learning economics at 17. When most people, they start 18, 19, 17, I was there working, understanding monetary mass theory, uh, offering demand, all that stuff, uh, learning all these concepts of economy, Keynes, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And all these I'm, I'm using today. And, but a lot of these American celebrities or celebrities anywhere in the world, that came from uh, from humble beginnings, when they make it, they don't have the reflexes that the people who made it five generations ago have. The people who made it five generations ago, yeah, they have stupid kids as well, but they always make sure that there's at least one or two kids that can take the reins and continue to, or maybe have big companies that can take the reins and then have a trust that is have professional that are making sure that your assets continue to grow and continue to move forward and and that everybody after you is saved forever and this is to me the problem with a lot of the people from that generation this generation they're gonna have the Im immense success that somebody like 50 did and i know he has another son but with the immense success that it did he has a son that is a dumbass that yeah doesn't understand how he has to position himself in this world and that's not his fault i mean i mean at 25 your actions are yours but i mean everything that happened before that's not his fault but it puts him in a position where he's not there when your father is a multi multi hundreds of millions and 50 has been making money for a long time uh when he invested in a um that those that energy drink i forgot the name uh, and coca-cola bought it that's when he made a hundred million for the first time and then he's been making money it is a guy he doesn't need to do shows he's like me doesn't need to do shows and he's building now He's continuing to build his content strategy to arrive to that point, right? And maybe one day he's going to have his own 
TV station or something like that or own streaming service. I don't know what are his ambition on that on that stage, but he's somebody who's very smart and who's thinking on the long term. And it's sad that you have somebody like that who is in a bad relationship with his own seed. When he was with, if he had a kid who he would put in the best school and he had a great relationship with his mom, at least that, that kid could then take all this and push it even further. You see what I mean? I believe that the kids of, uh, of, uh, of Mark Zuckerberg, uh, trust me, they'll be fine. The kids of the Bill Gates of the world, all these people, they'll be fine because they start the game with so much money, but also so much education that they're not gonna be corrupted by that money. But all these rappers, all these people coming from a, 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 a rotten culture, they make a lot of money and they, they do stupid shit with that money. They buy a bunch of cars, a bunch of Balenciaga and brands that they all say, oh, black excellence, black excellence, but they don't wear black stylists. They only wear French or Italian brands. They are not building the way a Jay-Z, a Beyonce are building, creating their brands, investing here, investing there. 50 is doing it. But a lot of those who don't understand, it's time for me to stop acting uh, with as with the, the ghetto mentality. It's, start, it's time for me to start acting with a rich person's mentality and understand I'm not in the streets anymore. So I don't need to act street and I don't have to prove nothing to the streets. I'm out of here. Let me now act as a rich person and start investing in the future. Understand why people buy art. Starting to, instead of going to sit down with people who don't understand shit, let me sit down with people who are, oh, I have a hundred million. Let me sit with people who have a billion. I have access to those people. Let me sit with those people so they can show me how to make a billion. They have 30 billion. Let me sit down with those people and see if I can make one or two billions and see if everybody around me can make 10 million. I'll make a billion. All my people make 10 millions. I take everybody out the hood. Everybody elevates. We all elevate together. And all our kids, the kids of my people will make billions and my kids will make tens of billions. And all this... Yeah, this is what you see with this culture. And it goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. When you have a rotten culture that everybody is only interested in attention and whatever, you have all these kids that they're so lucky to be where they are, but they do shit with it. And it's it. It's interesting to see. What can I tell you? Be your own boss, I'm telling you. Am I? Thank you so much, cousin. <laughs> uh, when the time is given, I wish you can connect me to the living legend who is your dad. Truly a source of inspiration. I will let you know if we'll be in Kinshasa this or next year. For sure. You would indeed. I'm actually going to France to meet him. Uh, he's, he's in France right now. 
a lot of Africans have difficulties to understand the fiat. Yeah, listen, a lot of people are making tons of money or taking tons of money, but then the things they do with it makes no sense. At this time, I and the rest of the world needed to know as much about his existence as we needed to know that Aaron Spelling had a daughter. Oh my God. <laughs> ah, that one. That one. What was her name? Tori. Tori Spelling. Oh my God. Ah, that one. I mean, at least she has a good catalog that is generating money for her. Ah, listen, it is what it is. Listen, next week, I want to talk to you about, uh, I want to talk to you about, um, uh, what is it I want to talk to you about next week? I'm going to talk to you about the story of the Winkelvoss brothers and also the Google story. And I find it very interesting to look at these success stories and what we can learn from them. That is if Kanye doesn't say something crazy again or he doesn't want us to say that it's crazy so something outrageous to you guys and uh we have to i want to talk about it for 10 minutes i don't know how i ended up talking about it for an hour and 43 i talk too much yeah so those are going to be the subject next week again listen whenever you want to talk about something you know that you can leave a comment on the episode or, or send me or come to the Discord and uh, the link is in the description and say, hey, we want to talk about this or that. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to leave you with a new track uh, that I have released uh, and it's really cool because it's not the first time actually that I do it, but uh, people are not used to that. But... Uh, it's a track uh, that uh, Lil Mauro has produced. Uh, it's called Dirty Dirty. And it's a song between uh, Lil Mauro, Rim Salmi, who's a Moroccan. Uh, she's Moroccan, Moroccan, and she lives in uh, Montreal, Canada. And myself. And listen, she sang in uh, Arabic on the Kizomba. It sounds beautiful. And I sang Arabic too. Not the whole verse, but I sang a little bit of Arabic. And listen, it sounded amazing. So listen to this and let me know if you like it. All right. And I will leave you with this song, Shara Gang. Don't forget that this show is brought to you by shadowware.com and the gods of good fortune is 223 in Portugal. Uh, enjoy the music. I wanted to play it actually before starting to talk, but somehow I, I never respect my own planning. Uh, this is Dirty Dirty and I will see everybody um, Sunday. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to leave your like, maybe leave a comment after the like and put me some unicorns in the chat. Bless, shout again.
درتي تايتي ما لقيتيش بحالي درتي 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 تادختي Yeah. Dirty, 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 tighty. My, it's easy. 